your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. That's Alex Ferrario. He's Tanner Hendrickson, and I'm Brandon Kylie. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line to be joined by one of our friends on the show. I think we can call him that at this point. He's a senior reporter for the NHL Network, and you can watch him on NHL Now weekdays at 3 o'clock over on the NHL Network. He is EJ Raddick joining us via the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. EJ, we always appreciate the time, my man. How you doing today? I'm doing very well. How are you guys today? I hope that this weather in St. Louis is okay. I heard it's got a little bit of a winter storm coming through. Yeah, it's starting to get a little uh, dicey out there, but we're hoping that the roads stay okay, all things considered. EJ, one of the big questions that I wanted to ask you about was uh, in relation to this trade deadline that's coming up, and there's been some rumors over the last couple of days that, hey, maybe Claude Giroux is a guy that would be interested in coming to St. Louis What'd you make of that when you first heard the possibility? And do you think Giroux would be a good fit here in St. Louis? Well, Claude Giroux is a terrific player, and he's got an expiring contract. And uh, I think that he's one of these guys that could probably help a lot of different teams. He's someone that you could probably move around your lineup. He can play center. He can play on the wing. Um, but you know what? I mean, I think, obviously, St. Louis has got a good team, and there's been some reports of the teams he would be interested in going to obviously you want to go to good teams uh i don't know i mean for me when i look at the blues i think the need for addition is more on the back end is more on the blue line like i like the group of forwards they have with the st louis blues i think they have a number of really good ones now does that mean if they could add Claude Giroux, that would be you know a bad thing no he's a really good player and he gives you another option uh you know, moving forward. But I think when I look at the St. Louis Blues, I mean, the, the one area I'd say, hey, this is where I'd like to improve their group is on the blue line. And, you know, there's only so many things you can do in a salary cap world. So that would be my focus. But Lozier is a terrific player, and he's going to help wherever he goes to. EJ, we all know Doug Armstrong. He's an aggressive man, and when he sees something, he goes after it, i.e., you know, guys like Jay Bowmeister, Ryan Miller during his tenure with St. Louis. Could you see a scenario where Doug Armstrong looks at it and says, look, we could find a way to get Claude Giroux and on top of it, find somewhere to upgrade on the defensive side. Maybe a guy like Zdeno Chara, a cheaper defenseman rather than the expensive ones. Yeah. I, like Chara to me, like, I mean, he's an, an older player now, obviously, right. He's into his, into his mid forties and he's had a wonderful career and he's likely going to be a hall of famer, but, you know, does he really is he really an upgrade for you? And that's the question you have to ask. I mean, in Washington last year, uh, you know, he's just not the same player that he once was. And you know, the Islanders have had some struggles this year, and 
So, I, I mean, I, I guess that's a question for the scouts of the St. Louis Blues and for Doug and looking at Zidano and does it make sense for them? Could he provide uh, an upgrade for them? Is he better on a, on a day-to-day basis than what they already have there? And, uh, you know, what is the acquisition cost there? Probably isn't that high at this point. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of defensemen on the market. There is a lot of sellers right now. And, uh, you know, I'm sure that Doug and his scouts are, are looking closely at all the different options. So, yeah, I, you know, to answer your question, yeah, I mean, if Doug can add Giroux and add a defenseman, I think he would probably try to do it. You're absolutely right. He is an aggressive manager. He's been doing it a long time. He's been part of, obviously, he brought a Stanley Cup championship to St. Louis. He was part of a, of a management group that won uh, the Cup in Dallas many years ago. So, uh, you know, he's an experienced guy that's trying to give this team the the best chance to win right now. EJ, is there a defenseman that jumps out to you that makes the most sense for the Blues to upgrade on their back end? You know, the the guy that I like a lot is Ben Sherratt. Now, some people will say, well, he's not having a very good year. Well, nobody in Montreal is having a very good year right now. But he's a big, strong, beefy guy. He's at, uh, you know, he's got an expiring contract, so there's no concern moving forward. And I think, you know, when I look at the St. Louis Blues now as compared to where they were in 2019 when they won the Stanley Cup, I just don't think they're as big and, and long and hard hard to play against as a group of six than they were then with the Petrangelos and the Edmondsons and, and you know, those in, and Bullmeister, bigger, longer, lankier guys that were hard to deal with. So, you know, for me, you'd have to, again, be watching Sherrod. He's a little digged up right now. You'd have to be watching him closely and, and kind of determine, okay, is he really, has his play really fallen off that much? Or is it just a product of being in a really bad situation in Montreal this year? I mean, only, you know, less than a calendar year ago, he was part of a group of four defensemen that helped the Montreal Canadiens get to the Stanley Cup Finals. So, you know, he's one guy, I think, for a number of teams that I look at just because, as we've seen, and as you've seen in St. Louis, in the playoffs, those bigger, lankier, tougher defensemen are guys that can really help you in a seven-game series where it's kind of a tooth-and-nail battle to the end. EJ Raddick is our guest here on 101 ESP, and you can watch him on NHL Now weekdays at 3 o'clock on NHL Network. You can do that later on this afternoon. EJ, I did want to ask you about the Blues goalie situation because we've, as you could probably imagine, talked about it a whole lot this year. It's been a rough go for Jordan Bennington, and the Blues are expected to go back to Ville Husso once again tonight. Locally, I think all of us expected that they, this would be the opportunity for Bennington to get right, and they're going to go back to Husso instead. Can you remember a situation, other than Bennington, of course, a couple of years ago here in St. Louis, if the Blues end up sticking with Husso, and let's go down this hypothetical fantasy land where they do end up winning the Cup again, can you go look to another scenario in the past that was a similar situation with a backup goalie who ended up doing this down the stretch? Well, I mean, I think if I really had time to think about it, I probably could come up with some scenarios. But the one that comes to mind immediately to me was with Yaro Halak and Carey Price in Montreal back, I believe it was in 2010, when Montreal went on a run to the Eastern Final. And Yaro Halak backstopped them with wins over the highly favored Penguins and Capitals in back-to-back series. I think it was the Caps and then the Pens. 
And uh, Yara Halak was the guy, and Carey Price was on the bench. And in the end, the Montreal Canadiens had to make a decision going forward, and they chose to go with Carey Price. And, and you know, they eventually moved Yaroslav Halak out. He ended up in St. Louis, as you guys know. So, um, you know, I think that's one that comes to mind. Uh, you know, the game has changed, certainly in the years that I've been following it, but even – even in more recent years. And, you know, I I did reach out and talk to Doug Armstrong just a couple of days ago for that very reason about the goaltending, because it's something we've discussed a lot, even nationally, uh, as we've watched from afar with Bennington, who was such a great story in 2019 and is now, you know, on a long-term contract. And and he is struggling. And Huso, you know, the interesting part is you guys probably know the story. Huso was really the next man up at the time that Bennington got his opportunity, but Huso was injured. And Bennington came in and just took the net by storm and uh, led the Blues all the way to the end. So it's a winning business. Uh, there's been some ups and downs for Bennington since then. I can remember in the bubble there was uh, you know him and Jake Allen, and there was who was starting in that series when they eventually ended up losing, I believe it was to the Vancouver Canucks. So um, when you look at the goalies around the league – there's very few, maybe only one, in terms of uh, you know Vasilevsky in Tampa, that has been consistently good night after night with a larger body of work. Shesterkin in New York has been excellent, but it's still a shorter body of work. Um, so I guess the good news is for Blues fans, Huso's playing great right now. He's the guy that uh, is getting the opportunity. Bennington could be doing the work behind the scenes with his goalie coach and trying to find his game. There will be opportunities for Bennington. And the Blues are in a good spot because I think you need two goalies in this league now, especially with the schedule being what it is, with kind of condensed and with the makeup games. And you're going to be running into schedules where you play a lot of games in a short period of time. So I guess the way to look at it is it's good news right now. And, Huso is going to keep playing as long as he's playing the way he is, and I think at some point Bennington will get an opportunity, and we'll see if he can get his game back together. EJ, a couple more questions that I had for you. Uh, we heard Ottawa Senators head coach DJ Smith the other night uh, mention about the depth of this Blues forward core, and you know, you talk about the Blues forwards and how influential they were when they won the Cup of the 2018-2019 season. But can you remember a team that's been this deep like the Blues have? Because DJ Smith said he doesn't know if he's seen a team yet this year that's deeper than the Blues' offense. He he might well be right. I remember making that similar comment early in the season when the Blues got off to a good start. I was like, wow, they are really loaded because, you know, Cairo took another step forward. I've always been a fan of Robert Thomas. Uh, Tarasenko, we didn't know where he was going to be. He's come back, and he's been terrific for them. So they've got a number of, uh, you know, when everybody's healthy there, they've got a number of valuable forwards. It's really a position, I think, of great strength. And that's why when you asked me about Giroux, is like, I just, I don't know if there's a need there. I'd rather spend my assets on trying to bring in, you know, some help on defense to really fortify that group. But uh, I, I agree. I mean, I think the, the Blues group of forwards, you know, one through 12 and beyond, I mean, they've got a really deep group there. EJ, final one for you. I was watching that Colorado Avalanche Vegas game last night. It's pretty obvious Colorado is a very good team, but when you look at the Central Division, how would you rank those overall teams in terms of Colorado, Minnesota, and St. Louis? Is St. Louis better than what people are giving them credit for in terms of the Central? 
I, I think they are, but here's the thing that I will tell you, and I think this is bodes well for the Blues, and you know we'll see how it plays out. I think the the Blues to me have matched up very well against Minnesota, and they have for a while now. And even though Minnesota's been really good this year, they have a little bit of a different group there, and they've been really impressive. Go back to the Winter Classic. Now I know the Wilds had a few guys out, but like when these teams have played over the last couple of years. The St. Louis Blues have really had the number of the Minnesota Wild. So things can change. But if you look at it right now, Colorado likely wins the division. Let's say Minnesota finishes second, St. Louis finishes third. Now you're in that first-round series. If I'm the St. Louis Blues, I feel good about that matchup. I know Minnesota's been playing well, but I feel like I, I think if I'm, a, if I'm the Blues, I feel like, hey, this is a good matchup for us as long as we're healthy. I think we can go in there and, and, and get things done against Minnesota. So, you know, I think matchups and injuries are what I always talk about in the postseason, and we'll see how it plays out between now and uh, the start of the playoffs. But all things being equal, everybody healthy, I think it would be a hell of a first-round series, but I would favor the Blues just because I think that matchup, for whatever reason, has favored the Blues in the, in the more recent years. He's EJ Raddick. You can watch him on NHL Now weekdays at 3 o'clock on the NHL Network. We always enjoy being able to spend a little bit of time with him here on BK and Ferrario. EJ, all the best to you and yours. We'll talk with you again soon, my man. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. All right. All right. Take care. Have a great day.